Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. You're welcome. Way back on the 30th of August 2017, the Senior Special Assistant to the President on Media and Publicity, Gaba Shehu, issued a statement saying that 3,050 megawatt Mambila hydropower project was set to commence. According to his statement, the power project contract awarded to a consortium of three Chinese companies will cost over 5 billion US dollars and will create over 300,000 jobs. The Mambila Power Project is the second largest hydropower project in Africa and has been in the books and boards for almost 50 years. The idea was first conceived in 1972 and since then, Billions of Naira have been set aside for its construction and completion by successive administrations. It's 2021, 49 years later. There is nothing tangible about the power plant, although more billions are continuously being allocated for it. Will Nigerians ever see the Mambila power plant? What is really going on? Our colleague Chijoke Okafo, a documentary presenter and producer with Trust TV, took a trip to Mambila and will be joining us in the studio to give us a first-hand report of the state of the Mambila hydropower plant. Well, first of all, before um, we embarked on the trip to Mambila in Sadrana local government area of Taraba State, we had looked up pictures of the dam on the internet, and uh, what we saw was actually a picture of an already completed dam. Wow. That's the uh, Mambila hydroelectric power station that has... Uh, been at a very controversial level for many years. Successive governments have come and gone and promises have been made that the dam will be built and other statements have been made by several administrations that the dam has been built. So it was um, a bit controversial and we wanted to go down there and find out for ourselves. But it took us about six hours or seven hours to get to the point of the River Donga, where the dam is supposed to be situated, that is from Gembu to Baruptambi, a village in uh, Mambila. Before we got to Baruptambi, we stopped by uh, in a village called Bukalpia. Now, Bukalpia is um, a community that is very close to the Donga River, where all the houses there in the village were marked by government officials, you know, that the people would have to relocate to another settlement. Okay. And that uh, compensations will be made to, to them for having to leave their houses, their farms and every other thing that they have there. Because once the dam is built, the whole place will certainly, you know, be flooded and all. Mm. But year after year after year, it's, it's been the same story. No dam, no compensation. And at some point, some of the villagers there alleged that um, authorities will always come by to extort them. 1,000 Naira or 2,000 Naira, whichever the case may be, claiming that that's the money they are supposed to pay to have their names on the compensation list once oh. the money is released. Okay, let me get this straight now. You got there and you did not see any dam. Okay. Now, from there, we moved to River Donga, which is very remote, uh, more remote than Bukalpia. Now, 
Barutambi is like a border community between Nigeria and Cameroon. In that particular village, we had a tour guide who volunteered to take us down to the uh, base of the River Donga. And, you know, he was excited because, according to him, it's been a while since they last saw people coming to do anything about the dam, but they have heard stories. They've had workers come in to promise them that the dam would be built and all of that. So, But we told them that we were journalists, not uh, government oh, officials or anything. Okay. So we went down to the base of the river. Of The, river. the current was high. Um, very high. I, I almost slipped and fell in the, into the river. But yeah, it was very high, ideal for a dam. But surprisingly, when we got to the point where the dam was supposed to be found, all we saw was um, a very fast flowing river with stones and uh, trees and nothing else. Not even a single brick was there. So according to the map, where you got to was where the dam was meant to be. And for someone who has gone there, you're telling us that there was nothing but stones and a fast flowing river. Nothing but stones, trees and a fast flowing river. They did look like... The place had been passed through before. Did it look like it was near under construction? Did it look like they were about to construct something or there were equipments on the side waiting to be constructed? Where What I'm talking about and the place I'm talking about is actually a very thick bush hmm. with no sign at all. Of, of big trucks passing to start <laughs> not even, not even Not even bikes, not even a bicycle. Because we got to the end of a foot track and then we started descending downhill to where the river was downhill not on a on on like a footpath but we were just going through thick bush grabbing trees branches sleeping and falling okay. no 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 sign of construction no sign of any vehicle tracks or anything basically just a river in its natural habitat without any human interference so were you able to speak to some members of the community how did they feel what did they have to say so I spoke to the um, village head of uh, Baruptambi, where the River Donga is situated, and this is what he had to say. My name is David Jassam. I am the community leader for Jambi Town. Since I was a young man, we have heard about a dam that will be built over Donga River. Now I am old. I am still waiting. I only hope to see the dam while I am still alive. Other villagers also expressed, um, you know, concerns about the endless promises that have been flying around about compensations, about the dam being built and about relocation. And this is what they said. My name is Samuel Bong. We have been waiting for this project for many years. My brothers and friends have all died without seeing this dam completed. My name is Usman. I was born here. And since I was a child, my parents have been telling me that the dam is coming and that it will be built. When I was 18, I returned to my town. I was told that the dam will be built. I left for Cameroon and spent five years there. And now I am back again. I have spent eight years here and still I have not seen my dam. And now I am getting old, just like my mother, and there's still no dam. You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this episode and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. We will be going on a short break. Do stay.
at dailytrust.com. That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen in or download our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. We are talking about the invisible Mambila Power Project that's taking over billions of Naira. Let's get back to the studio and continue our conversation with Chijoke Okafo, a documentary presenter and producer with Trust TV who took a trip to Mambila. Now, were you able to speak to anybody from the government side to understand what is really happening? I mean, a lot has been invested into the construction of this dam. A whole lot of money has been sinked in. We've seen the news. You have seen the news about how much has been sinked in. So did you speak to anybody from the government side and what exactly did they have to say? Uh, yes. So we tried gaining access to the Minister of Power, um, but it wasn't possible. We sent a letter. We visited the ministry a couple of times and, um, you know, they kept turning and tossing us around. I think evading answering questions concerning the dam. So... I also had an interview with um, the senator representing Taraba Central, Senator Yusuf A. Yusuf, um, concerning the dam. And he's representing a senatorial district where, coincidentally, uh, the dam is located in a local government area called Sardona. And this is what he said. Government after government came to do this project. As you are in the Obasanjo's government, you know, President Obasanjo's government, you know, uh, there was an MOU signed, you know, between a facilitator, you know, uh, uh, to provide, to bring in the contractors. So now one of the contractors is part of the consortium of today, and that MOU did not materialize. So the company that brought in said that, no, 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 we have to be part and parcel of this, otherwise we go to court. So it went to court. Unfortunately, you know, our federal government played its cards very well, and uh, and they, they, they settle out of court. So after settling out of court, now they are trying to put in to, to harmonize uh, the whole thing. The other aspect, look, you know, like I have said, uh, when the, the Chinese Exim Bank came, I think there was an issue whether, you know, at 3050 is going to be a viable project or it's not going to be a viable project. So along the line, you know, the bureaucracy aspect of it, they say, well, let us review. So some of them, some of it was reviewed and they are saying that, no, 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 we cannot do 3050. Uh, we can only, because we, the efficiency on, on, on that dam is only 60%, you know, and that we can only do, you know, 1,525 megawatts of electricity. So, but it is also a serious issue. What will you do with the existing contract? 
So finally now, as um, a documentary journalist and as one who has been familiar with the Nigerian space. I, I think, um, I can't remember the exact date. I think it's 1972 was when it first started. Just, just, just briefly after the Civil War. And uh, from that point in time, successive governments, both military and, uh, you know, democratically elected governments have made promises. And, you know, I, it was very shocking for me to go and find out that all the pictures we have been seeing on the Internet are nothing but a lie, a big lie. That was Chijoki Okafo, our colleague, who went on a trip to Mambile, giving an eyewitness report there. If all we have is nothing but stones, trees and fast-flowing river then what project has been swallowing the billions of nairas being allocated year in, year out? Where has the over 100 billion naira budgeted in over 40 years gone? Corruption, they say, is an enemy of development. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprouts.com. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9, YOLA. Better still, you can listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Thank you for listening and bye for now.